claim, now you go for bidding, right? Yes. Um, so my question is, you know, when you're bidding contracts, how do you go about bidding? Like, do you usually just try to like overbid then, you know, you know, to then to leave room for negotiate or you just go at a price that you, I guess you feel comfortable at that moment. And I know you say, you know, you want to make sure you have 50,000, but I'm sure it's a strategy to make sure you get that 50,000 from every government contract. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, awesome question. Awesome. I, I get this question a lot. <laughs> All right. Now the government, when they send, send out their solicitations for you to bid on, most of the time they're going to tell you, this is why I love government contracting because most of the time they're going to tell you what their budget is. How many times have you, you know, uh, had somebody come do some work in your, at your house and you say, Hey, I need you to paint my my rooms in my house, and you're not gonna tell him what your budget is. <laughs> the contractor, he's not gonna say, "Okay, what's your budget?" <laughs> and you're not gonna tell him. You know? But with the government, they gonna tell you what their budget is. They gonna say, "Hey, our budget is between 100 and 250 thousand. Give me your bid." So I always tell, I always tell uh, my students. I said, if they tell you a bid, you they have a budget of one hundred and two hundred fifty thousand. What are you gonna put your bid in as? Some people answer incorrectly. They say, "Oh, one hundred to two hundred fifty, or uh, I'm a I'm gonna tell them um, one hundred fifty thousand. You know, <laughs> I get a lot of people who who say low bids, and I'm like, they're telling you they have. $250,000, that's their max. So put a low bid in, oh, just so I can win the government contract. No, I, I tell people, we not in this to be saving the government money. We not in this just to win a government contract. We in this to make money. So you wanna bid as close to that 250 as you can. Yes, there may be a competitor out there that may bid lower than you, but they may be lower than you because maybe they have somebody that's gonna perform the work. You don't have anybody to perform the, to perform the work. You actually subbing it out. So you don't wanna bid a contract just to win it and say, oh man, I made $5,000 off this contract. Uh, to me, that's not, that's, that's, that's not enough money. I said, it got, I, if you go win some, make sure it's some money, 50 and above, because they are, they are contracts out there. So how I, the only way I, you know, I put, if they tell me it's 250, I'm bidding maybe 240 or, or, or I may do 245, two, two, you know, I may go up to 245. So I, I may give it like a $5,000 where it is, you know, I'm saving them 5,000. Uh, so I might bid like that, but I don't never lower my bid. But the question that you asked is how I know that it's enough money in there. Uh, so when I put the bid out, like I said, I'm gonna use the stall tactic. When they call me up, I'm gonna say, government, give me 48 hours and I'm gonna call you back and let you know I'm gonna set this contract or not. And what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get on the phone with a uh, subcontractor or a company in that area to give me a price. And I'm actually, I'm going to get about two or three, give me a price. And usually I pick out the best one. Uh, so when they give me a price, 
like I said, if it's in between that spread and I'm making 50 or above, I'm accepting that government contract. But initially, I'm just putting bids out there. I'm throwing numbers on there. I, it's just numbers I'm making up out of my head. You know, that's that's just like I, I, I'll, I'll say uh, um, this cup right here. How much would you build in this cup? If I tell you this cup is worth, uh, um, let's say this, this cup is worth uh, $200, uh, between $50 or $200, how much would you, how much would you bid on this cup for? You know, you, you know, oh man, it's, it's worth that much? Yeah, well, give me, I bid it to, you know, you go try to get close to that 200 you can. You just throwing a number out there. That's all I'm doing. I'm just throwing a number out there and then I'm gonna wait until I get the government to call me back. And then I go out and make sure that that number's gonna work for me. That's, that's, that's false. <laughs> that, that's well said, that's well said. And a question I do, I definitely have to ask you know, is how do you go about, you know, partnering with these different contractors and making sure that they can actually complete the job? Because the job doesn't get done, you are liability uh, for it. So how do you go about evaluating the different contractors or different companies you do work with? Yes. Oh, hey, that's an awesome question. Uh, there's this, there's this, this, there's this, free information called google <laughs> i love google <laughs> so all i do uh they, what i do i go to google and i'll type the address where the project is at and when you type the address where the project is at it's gonna it's gonna have on a, a search bar on google on google maps it'll say nearby and i click nearby and i put on there what whatever if it's if it's painting or roofing whatever i'm gonna put painting contractors local you know and it's gonna give me all the painting contractors in that area not only that it's also gonna tell me uh it's also gonna tell me some reviews on those painting contractors so i'm like okay and usually i pick the ones with the best reviews that's one way that i find my contractors i'm, I'm dropping some gems on you the second way and the most popular way I find very good contractors, what's better than word of mouth? <laughs> word of mouth, that's how I find my good contractors. So like I said, the government is going to tell you exactly what they want on their project. And like I said, you have engineers writing these up, you know. Engineers are very detailed. They go tell you how many nails they want. They go tell you what type of nails they want. They go tell you uh, the type of material they want, what brand, what style. I mean, everything. What weight? I mean, they go tell you. They go have everything detailed on that solicitation. So all I do look at the solicitation. Oh, okay. Uh, you want orange corning, um, or you want Sherman Williams paint, or what, whatever. And so I say, okay. Let me call the manufacturer. So I called a uh, manufacturer. Hey, manufacturer, I got this job. I need your I need your best contractor who puts this stuff on. They call they <laughs> they call, uh, they uh they say oh call Paul. He's our best person. He buys the material all the time. Okay, good. Paul, 
Ozgab referred to you. He, they said you the number one guy that can do this job. And I mean, you need to you need to pay this guy because he referred you. He pumped you up. So and and the guy and Paul's like, oh man, okay. He's Paul sticking his chest out. Okay, yeah. What do you need? You know, that's that's one of my my good suppliers. What do you need, Preston? <laughs> so I just became his friend just by name dropping. And, and I said, well, hold on, Paul. Let me send this to you. And you just give me your best and fair price. So Paul, send it to Paul. He's giving me his best and fair price. And he's doing it, he's doing it ASAP because he's he's referred from his top distributor. So, so all these guys is in cahoot all the time. They, you know, they selling, they always selling each other and they networking each other. They go, these guys go to events with each other, you know. So when I when I name drop. Now these guys give me a good bid and they give it to me quick. That way I know what my spread is. But that's that's the two best ways of finding people that can fulfill that contract. Now that that's definitely great. And yeah. I'm, you know, based on this conversation so far, I'm assuming that do you? I guess my question. Let me ask you: Do you have like certain areas that you don't take contracts for, or you just? take contracts all around all around America and you just look for people to do the job okay okay good question now um, I was just mainly concentrating in the southern states uh, because I'm, I'm in Georgia so I just I just did all the southern states because they're quicker to get to and um, and like I said I like going to all my all my job sites I just like going there Meeting the uh, the uh, the government con the government's uh, uh, employees, and I like to see the job site, and I like to, to meet the subs one on one sometimes. Um, so I just do the southern states because they're quick to get to. Now the reason why I only did the southern states is because my daughters at the time they were in high school, and uh, and I always like to be close to home uh, with my daughters. Uh, so now that they graduate, they're in college now. So now I, I do, I'm starting to look at contracts like on the West Coast, you know, uh, like Midwest to the, to the West, West Coast. Um, uh, but at first I stayed away from West Coast uh, bids because, you know, when you, if you, if I got to fly to Vegas for a contract, you know, uh, that's a, that's a long trip to get there on plane. Or if I had to travel to California, you know, that's a long trip. Uh, so I just mainly bid on contracts in the southern states, you know, uh, the southern area all the way up to East Coast. I, I'll go up to Virginia and uh, places like that, New Jersey, New York. I go up, I go places like that. Uh, so those those all the contracts that I've been winning winning is 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 in the southern states. And then the other thing too is um, my bonding uh, because I didn't I didn't do the the bonding where I can win government contracts in the West Coast because uh, I was new at it. So my bonding only covers the southern states anyway. It, anyway, is the southern states. So now that I did perform contracts and stuff, now I can get approved for the West Coast now because they seen. That I'm able to do the work and able to uh, pay my bills on time, pay my subs on time, um, and so now my bonding 
um, can increase for my company now. Uh, and will, can you elaborate what is bonding for those who may not understand? Yes, a, a, a bond is for them to, uh, uh, to make sure that you do the work. Uh, because if, if I don't perform the work, the government can call my bond and then the bond will cover anything that I messed up on or any delays. Because if, if they if they get rid of me, then they can they can they'll have to put the solicitation out and that takes time and money. And they'll they'll go after my bond uh, to get they'll get reimbursed from my bonding company. They won't have to get reimbursed from me if I walk away from the job. So uh, the bonding is, is to make sure that uh, me as a government contractor is going to perform the job correctly and not just walk away from the job. And so almost it sounds like insurance, basically, that if you don't do it, that the government will still get their money. That's correct. They'll get their money. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, so we have, so I'm walking through this whole process, you get your whole, um, you know, you meet the standards of the, the government, you then um, start bidding, um, you know, you win, a, you win a bid, you find a contractor, uh, now the next thing, you know, I'm one that I want to ask is that, you know, once you have the contractor, you won the bidding, how do you go about managing, you know, I know you say you, you stay around the standard, the, um, the southern state, but I'm sure, you know, you have to be mindful, like how long each project is going to take, you know, how often you're going to have to be out there. Um, so how do you go about managing that? Oh, man. Awesome question, man. You, you, you like, man, you must have done this work before. <laughs> awesome question. Now that, that's, oh, and, and to go back just to, I just thought about something. It's called a performance bond. Just if anybody's listening to this, it's called a performance bond. That's what I got. So um, it's basically you, you, you know, like I said, they want to make sure you perform the job that you signed, that you want a contract for. So it's called a performance bond. Uh, now, the question about how do I manage these projects? Because 2020 alone during the pandemic, I want a bunch of, you know, why everybody's sitting at home and you know uh, saying saying you know what this virus is going to do? Everything shutting down. I still was winning government contracts. <laughs> I still was traveling. It's a lot of time I was on an airplane by myself. <laughs> uh, I mean, literally in the airport on the airplane by myself because nobody was going anywhere. Uh, but one thing I always tell people: the government don't shut down just because of the pandemic. The government still works. They don't. They don't shut down. They, if, if they still have problems, they still want these problems fixed. So this is uh, what you call recession-proof business. But now, how I perform, how how I was able to perform all those government contracts? I always hire a foreman. I hire a foreman in that local area, and most of the times, these guys are retired. Um, and they're just looking for some extra work to do. So I'll find some, I find a foreman that can, all they do is sit on jobs. And I usually look for somebody that has a little construction knowledge. They don't have to have half much, but as long as they have a little basic understanding of construction, I'm hiring. So I hire these foremen. All they do is sit on job site. 
they my eyes and ears. They take pictures. They take notes. They tell me when the sub when the contractor comes in, when the contractor leaves. Uh, so they, they they update me if, if the if the government comes out asking questions, you know, they'll, they'll be able to answer it for, for them and, or they'll refer them to me. So they my eyes and ears on this project from start to finish. Uh, so they give me reports daily. They give me daily reports. They'll email me pictures and they'll email me a daily report. So I, I look over it. So if the case the government calls me, I'm able to, uh, I'm able to look on, look on the, um, report and I'll be able to answer the question or if they have a question about something I'm, I have pictures for my foreman and I'm able to uh, answer the government what's going on so but hiring a um, hiring a um, a foreman uh, that works for my company because you have to have a percentage you know, sometimes people say, oh, I'm just going to sub out everything. No, sometimes the government is going to say, no, your company has to have some percentage of work you have to do as well. So yeah. the foreman, that's my part of my percentage right. that's going to be on site. So, yeah.